0: Here it is, the episode you've been waiting for, the Neighborhood Sellers Podcast with your hosts, Nico and Sasha Antanasio.
1: Grab a chair, grab a drink, grab a friend, and enjoy the conversation.
0: Ah, that's right. Another beautiful day here in Jersey How's it going this morning, Sage? How you doing?
1: I'm <laughs> doing? Great. So Sasha's... You mean another brick day in Jersey in the summertime? So Sa- Absolutely.
0: Sasha's laughing because this is our second time doing this <laughs> intro. Second take. For this because thing. the first one just went terribly wrong. Because
1: <laughs> Nico had the fumble on it. He was like Brady with it real quick, you know, against the Giants. Remember, guys? You guys remember that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, well, the distractions <laughs> didn't help with all the nonsense <laughs> you're doing on that me. end. Yeah. You got
1: to just focus on what you're doing and don't.
0: So, anyway, I did ask Fatherhood, you how you're doing, doing today.
1: I am doing amazing. Thanks for asking. And welcome to the Neighborhood Sellers Podcast, guys, on this amazing Wednesday morning because Nico's going to like it when he has arthritis. No, I like uh, it's it when it's 20 cold. degrees out and no sh- uh, with shorts on and slippers on. Mm, mm. So, this is very fitting weather for him. Um, it, it, I'm going to let Nico take it away with our special guest today.
0: Oh, no, you know, that is, that is very kind of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is going to be a treat for our listeners, especially down in Miami. So as you know, I mentioned it to on our last recording last week that we became an international show, having someone from Great Britain listening in and downloading. And then exactly right. And uh,
1: that's a big deal. This
0: past week, Uh we just gained listeners in Germany. We had two downloads in two different parts of Germany. How do you
1: say hi in Germany? I'm not sure. I'm saying hi to you guys in Germany. I'm going to figure out how to say it later on today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So our special listeners in Great Britain and our special listeners in uh, Germany, hello. But this episode could not be any more special from when we wanted to bring this guy on and the amount of downloads. So just last week. Mm-hmm. Our last episode got 54 downloads just in Miami. What? Yeah, it, it's, it, it's
1: Thank you, Miami. Miami, stand up. What is it, the 305? 305. According to Pitbull, stand up. <laughs>
0: can hold we on. get
1: a little, like, hold you know, on. a little. Do we have, Sutton, Sutton?
0: Yeah, hold on. Instead of you tapping the table.
1: Yeah, I would I think do my we, own alarm. Um, do
0: we have, like, a. like? Do we have something?
1: Put on some Pitbull music, real quick. Do we have. Because he represents the 305 hard. Can we do
0: that? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's that, that's not Pitbull vibes.
0: No, no, how about how about this one? That's, that's that's that sucks.
1: No. All
0: right, you know what? I should. No, that's
1: that. like giving me back into the thirties in Brooklyn or something.
0: That. But so going into you know this three minute uh, monologue Intro. of just, of just <laughs> as hello, we didn't even get to um, <laughs> we didn't get to say hello to our guests and welcome oh our guest. So I have from Miami a very good friend of Sasha and I's. And when I say good friend, man, this guy is as good as it gets. We have Carl, Carlos Polito. Carlos. Good morning,
2: good morning, good morning, good morning. I, I tried to throw the
0: accent on that, morning. bro. It just didn't work out as best <laughs> as possible. But Carlos, man, welcome to the show. How you doing, dude?
2: Man, I'm I'm doing amazing, and I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Um, I tell you this in person, I, I have so much respect and admiration for what you guys have done, continue to do, and will be doing. Uh, So it's just an honor to be here with you, man. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. From Miami, 305, Bay County, M-I-A.
0: There we go. There we go.
1: Stand up, Miami. That's what I'm talking about, Carlos.
0: So that was the
2: the Miami heat.
0: That was what we were trying to go with on our Miami. (laughs) But you know what? Nico couldn't find
1: it. He lost that he.
0: Yeah, it takes the Florida man to make sure Florida is represented the right way.
1: Call us real quick. Give everybody a handle on um on Instagram, TikTok, wherever, uh, Facebook.
2: Everywhere, 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 but Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Carlos Pulido Realtor. That is Pulido P U L I D O. Carlos Pulido Realtor everywhere, and on Twitter it's Carlos Pulido R E.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So, I mean, this is going to be a... Like, Sasha and I have been looking forward to this episode since we called really you. And we called you almost a month ago, right? I think. Right. Right, right, right. So, we've been looking forward to... Since the phone call we had with you when you agreed. Because, you we know, we, we list all the people that we... As far as guests. And just like Sasha and I, you're part of the Keller Williams Sports and Entertainment Division. And that's how we met. Yeah. We met through right. this... Um, I guess do you want to say fraternity or we met through this um this elite group amazing group exactly. yep, absolutely exactly. and we have now recorded i want to say
1: a lot of episodes eight, with eight, our eight, S&E eight, family. eight
0: episodes with different s&e uh agents and we went we aired three of them and we we, we, we pre-recorded and and you know some days we record three episodes two episodes or whatnot and you know, it's all by design because at the same time, we have kids. We don't know if we're going to be able to record one week. I mean, we're going on family vacation. We're leaving in a couple of days and we're bringing our podcast stuff with us and we're going to be recording basically from the beach. And what's going to be really cool is we're going to be go, we're not going to be too far away from um, Al Casanova.
3: Ooh, and, I love Al. And
0: yeah, and we're gonna be you're gonna, nice. Yeah, we're gonna be exactly gonna nice. Be amazing. You know what? I need to I need to download the nice how Al says it, and have it as a, <laughs> a, a, a as button. a button <laughs> as a button. And every time I'm gonna ask Al with his permission if we can just blast the nice.
3: <laughs>
0: so
2: shout out to Al. Oh, he's an amazing guy. I got a lot of love for him. He's 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 an awesome dude, man. He, he
0: is. And for people that don't know him, he's the um, realtor comic
2: he's yeah, a comedian he, and he's right.
0: legit funny he is a funny guy yeah I mean, he really is, is a funny guy you know it's, and, and
2: let me tell you something let me let me give you behind the scenes if goodness. you think he's funny on and online and in social media dude that guy in a, in a private in setting like when you just when you're just having dinner with him and he's ranking on you and everybody at the table uh listen man that's a sight to see yeah
0: Yo, so you know what let me go into My text messages with Al. That
1: is so true. And oh my God, it couldn't be more like valid.
0: So I'm going to go through my text messages with Al.
1: I told Al when I grow up one day, I'm going to be like him. I'm going to be a stand up. I'm going to be the mommy comic. Because I'm gonna be so uh, funny. I rag. I make jokes on myself. The funniest part about it is that I crack on myself. I don't crack on people. I just rag on myself, and people are like, "Yo, you're legit funny." (laughs) And I'm like, "This is real life scenarios that I'm laughing at." Because listen, in life, you just gotta laugh, right? Because if you don't, you're gonna cry. So I rather laugh than cry. So yeah, it's just amazing. I'm
2: with you. Maybe we should go to an open mic one of the days at a comedy. I'll be so open
1: for that. You don't even understand how many times I've told Nico I wanted to do this because they had a the Laugh Factory. Last year they had one. But
0: talking about what he's saying, we should all as a group.
1: Do it. No, but no, no. 100%. That would be so fun. Go to one
0: of Al's shows.
1: Guys, that would be so Oh, Oh yeah.
0: We could all go to one of Al's shows. Yo, you know how he's, for a guy who's never speechless, he would be speechless in He legit would. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, A text message because like which is odd because Jimmy and Al are kind of they're very close in I guess in area uh Jimmy's just on the Pennsylvania side Uh Al's like 30 minutes from the Philly you know from Philly so if Al and Jimmy both talk to me on either uh Facebook Messenger or text like it's just we'll start a conversation on one end end it on the other end or just like it just flip-flops right so Al sends me a message. Um, this is back in that, like a couple weeks ago. He goes, and I'm not going to read the joke because that's a lot of work that these guys put into it. He goes, <laughs> so new joke for the act needs your feedback. And he, he's giving me the, and my response was, nice.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: And then he goes, and then he must have messaged me. He goes, yo, let's get together when you're in AC. When are you down? But he, he's gone out of his way to ask Sasha and I, when we're gonna go down?
1: Oh, when he, we're available for dinner? When we're like, like available listen, just in general? He goes,
0: let me let me get I'll, you know, let me know if you guys need me to get a babysitter for you guys. I'll get I'll organize. That. I'll get it. like that's how awesome. Yeah,
3: he's a special
1: he dude. Really, yeah. Exactly,
0: and that's how awesome our group is. And exactly right. And when we right. first
1: met you, when I first met Carlos, I was like, oh my god, like just literally everyone we met at the S and event itself. Oh my god, like from that 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 period mm-hmm. from that event, we have created so many friendships relationships like in so many ways in such a short time and yeah.
0: oh my right. god but you know what and i known i knew carlos before we met at family reunion
1: oh really i didn't know that i, that was my I first did a social media
0: him. class for him and his and his team
1: oh okay and uh, yep.
0: we did a social yep. media class and it wasn't it you i saw coming off the escalator or was that um was that no i don't think it was you i think that was um, yeah no, no i
2: don't think that was me no yeah. andres I, it was andres that's yeah, right.
0: Maybe. So, the convention center was just, it's just massive. So we oh. were in uh, California. Yeah, we were in Anaheim. Yeah. So the convention right. center is just crazy. And we got lost looking for a room. And we were oh just walking in circles. So there's like no, like, you know when you're lost because there's no no one there. And there's like thousands of people there, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So we were in a hallway. There was like absolutely no one there. I'm going down the escalator. This guy's going up there. I'm like, yo, Andres, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> yo, Stinko. It was, it was pretty dope. So, you know, one of the things that we like, because our podcast is about sports and entertainment. And, and real estate, obviously. Oh, I'm sorry, sports and, and real, real estate, estate and yeah. entertainment aspect, too. So we're like, it would be a disservice to not bring the most special people that we know onto the podcast who specialize in the same thing that we specialize. And the conversation will just flow so much better because it's like-minded people. Absolutely. Right. So right. it just, it's honestly, we are blessed to have you on the show. And, Absolutely. And and talk, you know, and talk about And to about have these
1: relationships and these exactly. friendships and everything.
0: So, you know, not to kind of bore this list, these listeners, because I know the 305 <laughs> is definitely waiting to listen. I know, right? Waiting for the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Can you tell me, what's the market like in Miami?
2: Uh, it's crazy. Wow. <laughs> the, the, the best way to describe Ah. I believe we are the the hottest market right now. Um, Just like everywhere else in the United States, there is not a whole lot of homes available, Mm -hmm. right? And there's a lot of people that wanted to buy. But Miami has seen, uh, uh, you know, the last three years, a surge of so many people moving down here for different reasons, right? right. Uh, Obviously, weather is one of them. Uh, Taxes is one of them. Uh, A lot of people are, big companies are moving down here as well.
0: Let's back up real quick. When you say taxes, just for people that don't know, who's not from Miami? Yeah, no. I don't know. And from Florida, right. So no state tax. So, what?
2: W- 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 mm-hmm. There's no state tax here, right? Yep. And let's not say that too loud. I don't want. I don't want I the know. government <laughs> come over here and implement it.
3: They're like, going But to it's no a great let's...
2: place. It's a great place to have your business, right? Yep. Um, weather-wise, come on, you know, everybody knows Miami. Here, it's, 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 it's sunny all year long. We have a couple of cold nights in January, and that's about it.
0: Okay. Um, so. you know, I saw she just had a walk. So our daughter's in the office, and uh, she ran to, uh, she needed mommy help from mommy. <laughs> so so Sa- <laughs> if you hear the door close, I was just Sasha going out to the uh, to the bathroom with uh, Gigi. But,
2: no, no worries. I got my little one with me too here. So, it's all uh, so th- the-
0: hey, listen, parents first, right? But it, you, right, know, 100%. For, for, you know, you, you joke like, you know, say, hey, listen, don't come down, you know, but that's the reason why people are transplanting down to Miami. I like, people joke about how many people from Jersey and New York go down to Florida once they retire. But the thing, if you think about it, even from like people from Massachusetts or whatnot, they make all this money, right? I think the Northeast Mm -hmm. is probably one of the highest paid areas in the United States, right? As far as, uh, you know, making income. Now you're taking your retirement, going down to Florida, where you can buy homes and property at a very discounted price, which is your market price, right? Because compared to ours, as for, you know, when I say discounted, no state tax. So you're not paying ta- state tax. So it's less taxes. So for the people that live in like the city, the five boroughs, on top of the paying mm-hmm. federal tax, city, um, state tax, they also pay city tax, right? So now you're right. losing two taxable places that you were taxing before. And... That's what makes you guys so attractive. Same thing with Texas. Texas is exactly the same way, but you don't see a lot right. of people from here going down to Texas. It's a little bit further of a hike, and but you know when you look at Miami as a you know, the, the sports like a, a sports capital, like you know it's a major city, right? So right. like Los Angeles, like New York, uh, Miami. You know you have these like chicago you, you have these clusters boston like that are that can support multiple major sports groups uh, sports teams so in miami you have right. the heat you have the dolphins the panthers play you play in sunrise which is what how far from you like 10 miles
2: some out about it, yeah. and you're forgetting a, a very important one too. I,
0: I left we it out. Have, I We have le- Messi. I left it out on purpose because <laughs> I was going to say I was going to say the Marlins, and then I was going to go with how your city just overnight blew up with Messi, and
2: the 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 biggest and biggest uh, probably I mean soccer wise the the, the goat, and in sports in general one one of the you know biggest athletes in in, in our time. So yeah, one hundred percent.
0: What has that city been like since now? He's been there for almost a month now, and
2: we he, knew he was coming. Yeah, we knew he was coming. Yeah,
0: you, everyone knew. And once he signed, <laughs> the the tickets prices went just went just overnight. Yeah, you know we <laughs> yeah. we did a um, episode with Alex Young up from uh, Green Bay, the right. uh, you know um, the bow tie reorder. and right. he's huge in the soccer. And we were talking about uh, how smart. Major League Soccer was because when you look at it, the 30 teams I think it's 30 teams, right? But all those mm-hmm. owners collectively are paying Messi's salary because they know yeah. what Messi's bringing to the sport and mm-hmm. bringing to their city when he's coming to play. It is right. just crazy, man. Just so. You know, like talk about that, man. Just tell me more. Like, like I'm, like I've never seen Messi play it live before, bro. And I'm a huge soccer fan. I'm, a, I, so, you know, Listen, I'm. My parents are immigrants from Italy, so soccer is the very first sport that I understood and I, I understand. But tell me, man. Tell me more about what's going on over there.
2: Well, I mean, like I said, um, we knew he was coming right mm-hmm. uh it was not it was not a secret um he purchased uh, a 7 million million condo here in Miami months before the, the news broke out that he was coming wow um and 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 yeah it, it's crazy but you know what's the was the number one thing that I would like to point out that this guy is, is going shopping like any like a regular joe oh, yeah. he's in, on a, a place that I know they don't have up uh, north that much but here uh public <laughs> well, shopping is a pleasure. <laughs> and he's there with his family, brother, and, and, and he's just like, you know, and I heard this from a lot of people and people that actually have access to him. He's just a humble dude and, and, and the greatest on what he does. Um but the city definitely felt it, man. You know, it's uh, it was big news and and he's paying off. Like if you see the games that he's oh playing, man, he's guy's doing his thing. So it's he's just, scoring every night and um yeah, it's crazy it's, man. It's it's a big deal for Miami, definitely.
0: It's crazy and, and as we're talking about this um, Spain just went. It, it just it won last night against um, uh, who does Spain play? Uh, the women. We're talking about. The, I'm talking about the women's World Cup. But uh, Spain is now going to be playing uh, England in the finals, right, for the Women's World Cup. And soccer in the United States has always been a more on a high level a females driven sport, right? Because right, the, the, the right. women's soccer team has been so strong. Uh Spain had just beaten uh, sw- uh, Sweden and uh England beat uh Australia. But soccer in the United States, you know, there's a lot of males it playing. Up. It's it's a lot of there's a lot of males playing. But these mm-hmm. male athletes and a lot of them come from Jersey. If you look at New Jersey and the players the, the guy these players that play worldwide, a lot of them come from New Jersey. But they'll go play right. With their native country or their parents' native country, instead of right. playing here, and it's always been looked at that Major League Soccer has been kind of like a minor league to or a retirement league to the mega the mega leagues, you know, La Riga, um, Serie A, um, the the um, the uh, the the German, the 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 English leagues, all, all those leagues, so you know it's awesome because when beckett came and this is something that people are going to hear again because I mentioned this last show but when beckett came to los angeles you had that stir but nothing mm-hmm. nothing has competed with the stir that's going on with messi and it's just it's just honestly it's it's, it's pretty it's pretty wild and it's pretty wild so sasha just walked I'm back, back in so, back. so we just we were just Welcome saying, back. we were just talking about how messi's just kind of blown up the uh, to the Miami. Now, oh. let me ask you a question, bro. You being down there, mm-hmm. as far as Miami, what I mean, outside of Messi, let's just take away the the uh, the Miami soccer team, right?
1: Hold up. So, right. so, so soccer is the number one sport well, in Miami. No, hold on. Oh, I, okay. Okay. Take, um, t-
2: no, no, but it's but it's definitely it's definitely picking up uh, and and fast and and a lot. So no, but here I think. Basketball is really what but Miami's Miami is always. Um, so you guys, their, so you know, you guys are so you guys are basketball city.
0: So yeah. you guys are basketball yeah, yeah. city. F- heat I thought I for sure oh, it was the Dolphins. Dang. I thought Dolphins had the really? best. Really?
1: Football?
2: I, I don't think as I don't think as big as, as as the Heat. I mean, both of them are up there, right? But the thing is that the Miami Heat have so much love mm-hmm. in, in Miami, right? Um, and I think the is that they got to Miami, uh, it, it was a big deal, man. It was a celebration that people still talk about today. So I don't know. My personal opinion, I would say I would say basketball, but soccer is definitely picking up. I think I think the last World Cup did a lot for soccer in the United States.
0: It a lot really? of people got
2: into it. Yeah. I, I think a lot of, a lot more people watched it more than than previous World Cups, and it's a big deal. Like if you go outside the United States, soccer is the number one sport. Oh wow!
0: That you know he he. So- Can I tell
1: you? Recently, I've only been getting into soccer only because like Nick is like. Um, super, super into soccer, being Italian. And then uh, both our kids are named after John Luigi Buffon. Well, both John yeah. Luigis. So, um, and I'm Trinidadian. I'm brown. As brown as they come. And I didn't even care. Like, I didn't even. Soccer was never a thing in my head. Football, I'm a big right. football fan. I'm a big baseball fan. Same thing with hockey. Like, he's always been like a hockey player. Like, he was a goalie and all this good stuff. And we got into hockey because I love the fighting and stuff. Um, but it was just like, I never was into soccer and I was like, when Gigi was like playing it, like, you know, on a kiddie level and things like that, I didn't know like what it was like when he would be like, Oh, that should have been a flag or that's a card or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, right. uh, uh, what are we talking about? Or he explained something to me <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah. Can you like break it down in layman's term? Cause I don't understand. So
0: I've been sending it videos to Sasha on just how to dress a goal. How to be a her. hockey
1: mom. <laughs> so I'm saying
0: But you, you know, going to the heat, I mean, from two thousand and ten to two thousand fourteen, you had the basically three of the top four picks from the two thousand three draft, right? So you had LeBron, you had Bosque, and you had Wade, who's just been a staple for the heat, right? Um, but I mean, you know, they won two championships that was huge for your city because that was a lot that, that was basically that's amazing the first and last championships you guys had in a very long time for all your major sport groups oh
1: wow
0: right and miami since well actually hold on has miami won since no they haven't won since uh, 2012 right
2: right and and i'm going to give you a disclaimer and this i i knew this was going to come up in, in the conversation with you and I was just waiting for, nice. for the for the moment to bring it up so So, just like you guys, I'm a member of sports and entertainment, right? Yeah. And every time I get together with somebody from sports and entertainment, the conversation tends to go more towards the sports side. But the funny thing is that my background and the reason why I got into KW Sports and Entertainment was because of the entertainment side. The
0: music. That's what I used
2: to do. I used to work in the entertainment industry here in Miami prior to being in real estate.
0: I know what so you- a lot of the
2: times I get together with you guys, and you guys know all the fags, the name of all the players, <laughs> everything about sports, and a lot of the times I'm left out because, listen, I follow sports, I like sports, I actually did play soccer uh, in school when I was in, back in Colombia, like I went to nationals in, in, in my school wow. in Colombia, freaking elementary and shit, right? But, but like, I'm not the biggest sport guy. And every time I have a conversation, everybody's like, oh, yeah, because this person did so many home runs, and this person took so many yards. And I'm here like, well, shit, I interview Nick again. That's all I could bring to the table. So so, so I, wanted, I wanted to make sure to bring that up because my background is in entertainment. That's how I got into Kelly Williams' sports and entertainment
0: division. And I, Fun
1: fact, I didn't know that. I, and
0: I love it because I did. <laughs> that is so awesome. So I did. I, I did know this. Oh,
1: and you did, right? Because
0: he mentioned this. Yeah, he had mentioned this when I did the social media class for him. Yeah, and right, it was going to line up my. It was going to line up my question, and it was going to line up my. I was kind of bringing myself to ask him questions about the championship yeah. between this error, because if you look at that error, that's when, <laughs> that is when the pit bull, uh-huh. error came to Miami when it was blew up in Miami. Oh wow! So if you think about around 2010 the the spanish reggaeton kind of blew up by you guys right we're talking about like 10 15 years ago am i right or wrong
2: uh no so longer I'll, no 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 so so here in Miami, we knew about reggaeton early, early 2000s. Like, I knew about reggaeton in, in 1999. Right, right. Right? Where it was very, very underground. It was nothing on the radio. And it was just uh, with city players, people saying, hey, listen to this new music coming out of mm-hmm. Puerto Rico. So we knew about reggaeton early 2000s. Um, it kind of really blew up, uh, I'll say, around 2003. When you started hearing people like Daddy Yankee, Yankee Donomar, yeah. Tengo Calderon, Ivy Queen. And Ooh. and from that moment it, it it blew up. But it was very, very early uh two thousands. Same thing with Pitt. Pitt. Pitt was uh around in early two thousands, but it was a very different pit bull than what people know nowadays.
0: Did, did really? you did you know that Daddy yeah. Yankee tried to play baseball and he had to try out yeah. to right? no. try out the yeah. Mariners? With the
1: Mariners? Yeah. With the Mariners? Yeah. Yep. Stop it. Yes. He made yep. it pretty, wow. He
0: had a tryout. He made it pretty big and they, he, got, he got
2: shot and, and that's what he made, made him turn from music to, from, from sports to music.
1: So he was like, obviously, well, he had a background in like music and stuff to fall back on it. Like, but just think, think about this, like you don't make it as a baseball star for the Mariners. So you fall back and you become like a reggaeton star?
0: But he's Like what? If you think about it, he's the king of reggaeton. He's the king of reggaeton. Right. He is. Right. He's basically. Daddy junkie. He's the one who basically, you know, started reggaeton. Oh wow! And
2: so, so, see, now you're talking my language. Now yeah. we can talk. Now, now, now I know the place and the team and the history. Now you're talking my language. Now we talk about this for hours because. I'm very passionate about it, right? So it, you guys don't know, um, I, used, I I did music myself. I Actually, have a couple of uh, music videos on YouTube. Please don't go search for it. I'm, and um, you know so I, I'm very, I was very passionate about it, about uh, songwriting and 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 Latin hip hop. That's really what I what I started with, you know, Latin hip hop. And when Reggaeton came about, it, it was it was huge, man. Like it took everything by by storm. And again, I'm talking about 2003, 2004, 2005. It was, uh, it was huge.
0: Man. So, get right it, here. so uh, you know, I know because, uh, Daddy Yankee, I, if I, I I think it was closer to, maybe it was 2008, 2007, 2008, 2009. Like it was uh-huh. right before LeBron went to Miami. Bump
1: it, bump it, bump
3: it.
1: Was I that Daddy Yankee song?
0: Mm-hmm. Gasolina, ga- ga- Gasolina. That was, was Gasolina? Was, no, I'm just saying Gasolina was, that was just like one of his songs. I yeah, think it came out like man. 2005, 2006.
2: 2005, 2005, when when the
0: album came out. Yeah. right? Ooh. And, um,
2: no, sorry, two, two, 2004 is when that album came out.
0: 2004? Yeah. Oh, I was off by two years. Mm-hmm. It sounded better when you You're said right 2005. There. I was, yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, when these guys here all merged, it was like the apex of, like, just that scene. You had all these, I mean, and now listen, man, Reggaeton has just gotten... it's blown up. I mean, that's like, yeah, it's that, worldwide that, now. Yeah
1: what is like a theme song like a reggaeton st- well not even reggaeton but what is like a song that the 305 is known for like your theme song like people think about the 305 <laughs> what song pops into your head like definitely it's gonna be a daddy No, so
2: i think i think it depends i, I think know. it depends if you if you ask people from miami and uh-huh. people from outside of miami right uh-huh. because we obviously had the welcome to miami with will smith um yeah, yeah, true. That, was, that was huge um but you know when pitt came out with his first album, uh Miami M- money's a major issue. Uh-huh. He came out with excuse my French culo, right? Bro um bro, that bro, was a, that can
1: French was a huge it all up in here.
0: You can curse us. <laughs> we have we have the check mark that is there is we have everybody, all
1: our listeners are French
2: friends. Yeah, so <laughs> <don't>... in French <laughs> that song that, is... that song was a major hit in Miami. That's oh, was really? that's really what blew up I live at least on a local level and, and, and somewhat, you know, nationwide, um, mm-hmm. that's the song that made him, that blew him up. Then obviously years later, because at that point, Pit was really rapping like, and, and Pit could oh, rap. Wow. Like I could show you songs where Pitt goes off. Right. Uh-huh. And then obviously after the success of that album and, and a couple albums later, he was, um, he always tells this story, uh, and, and I got a funny story to tell you about Pitbull, but he always told the story. He was in DR, right? Dominican Republic. And uh-huh. he heard these gir- this girls singing. At, at that time, house music was very popular, right? Uh-huh. Really? And he heard, yeah, he heard these ladies singing uh, house music, right? I forgot what was the, the, the name of the song, but whatever. Uh-huh. And he, he approached it. He
0: was like, oh, you... Got-
1: what are you doing right My now, bad.
0: Nico? My bad. You know I Because <laughs> I was, I was going to play... Coolo. what are you
1: doing we're talking about coolos yeah, right but now I was, like... I was gonna play
0: coolo I was gonna play I was gonna play the song as he was talking back oh. like really like slow to give him like you know, some like background song as he did like the story <laughs> and, and this is a first and you fumble again but this because this is the very first time I ever
1: I was... but the fact that you were saying that song was a big deal in Miami I would say that one was very fitting because if you go to Miami all you see is coolos here coolos there coolos everywhere <laughs>
2: hey I know the reason I know the reason why people move down here you know Exactly. that's another reason
1: you know what maybe we, we gotta get a vacation home there Nico cause I'm really like <laughs> hey,
2: br- bring it bring it but check this out so so Pitt approached these two girls in, in DR uh-huh. because he was like oh shit they speak English right uh-huh. and you know Pitt speaks Spanish but his first language is, is English so he approached them because they were singing the song and uh-huh. the girls were like no we don't we don't speak English which is like the song so he was like wow <laughs> If I could make music, if I could make this type of music that, that people understand and I could mix the Spanish with the English and the house music and the hip hop, and that's when he came out with the, wow. I know you want me, you know I want you, and that's that what is, took that people from chance. Mr. 305 to Mr.
0: Worldwide.
1: Yo, that is a, oh my God, I just got literally chilled. So like, what did you saying that? So that's what amazing. I'm,
0: what I'm going to try to do. Yeah. So I thought Daddy Yankee...
1: That's why he says that, Mr. 305 and Mr.
0: Worldwide? So I thought... Mr. Worldwide. He wow. was Mr. 305 for a long time, but then he blew up Worldwide,
2: so he changed it to Mr. Worldwide. Wow. So I
0: thought Daddy Yankee was like the mayor of Miami, but I'm Three or wrong. 305? No. It's, it's, it's Pitbull, huh? Oh, wow. Oh, not even. Not
2: even. As the mayor of Miami is Trick Daddy. <laughs>
0: oh, you, come on! Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, of course, of course, it's trick Daddy. <laughs> no, no. I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about like that reggaeton, right. so. yeah, like the. But no, yeah,
2: no, and this is the thing: people doesn't do reggaeton. I mean, he's been on some reggaeton songs, and he was on the official remix of Gasolina. But people is a hip hop artist. The thing is, people will tell you himself at one point they were telling Pete that he was too Latin for hip hop, and they were telling him that he was too hip hop for Latin.
0: Who wow. tell you this himself? So he, yeah, so originally, people is not a like artist. So he originated his own genre.
1: Now I really got to listen he, he to like his back-in-the-day, back-in-the-day stuff.
0: Cause your gut-
2: oh, listen. Listen. Listen to his mixtapes. Unleash on. Volume One, Unleash Volume Two, Unleash yeah. Volume Three. Prior to he being uh, uh, like having albums, this is the mix, and you're gonna be like, "Wow, this can actually rap."
0: So you know, what? I tr- oh, wow. I'm trying to like put this music behind him.
2: No, it's, it's
1: not it's, happening. It's, it's too loud.
2: It's
0: overshadowing <laughs> him. It's overshadowing. It's just it's putting it over, so it's not gonna work. That's
1: a fumble but again. I
0: can no always, worries. I can no just, worries. I can try to find a way to. But
1: can I tell you, Carlos? You literally just yeah. like educated me so much on. Just not even, like, <laughs> sports and entertainment or anything of that aspect, just the music industry itself. Right. Like, what you saying, like, when you were talking about how everybody, like, you talk about your sports and entertainment family, and you're like, every time we end up talking, it goes into sports. But you spoke about stuff in the entertainment aspect that I didn't know. And, like, I'm, a, I'm assuming Ooh. a lot of people didn't know as well.
0: So, if you look at it, right. if you look at how in s- – like sports, uh-huh. like Messi went to Miami. You're
1: going back to sports again? Yeah, like, when... yeah,
0: exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. Death. I was Cole, kidding myself. Hold
0: on. Hold on. You guys, are, you guys are jumping. Carlos Colito H- was on stop, fire. Stop, stop, stop. And now
1: are... you're like putting his fire stop. out. Like, what's stop. going on? Right.
0: Stop. You guys are jumping the gun. Let me make my point. All right, So let me make my point. Seriously. Let me, you guys are jumping the gun. You guys are uh, already uh, thinking what I'm going to talk about. When I'm not even talking about what you guys are thinking.
1: You're talking about he was in no. music first before no, he no, no, became
0: no. a soccer player? No. So... Like sports athletes, right? So when Messi came to Miami, Uh right, the price of tickets went up.
3: Uh Uh-huh.
0: Right. Real estate market in those areas went up because a lot of people that are huge fans of his moved to the city who got season tickets to watch him play. Same thing with, you know, when you look at a lot of these mega fans that follow these athletes from city to city to city, right? Uh Uh-huh. Right. When this scene was going on, Did the real estate market also influx when these uh, these artists started producing these musics and became became the scene and became the nightlife? Because you think about you know restaurants, you talking about early what I'm talking about
2: like early 2000s and around that time
0: exactly because you have more clubs opening up, you have more big these big shots restaurants opening up. You know you're looking at I'm not and I'm not talking about just South Beach itself. I'm talking about the outskirts of Miami. Did you see the real estate market blow up on these outskirts of Miami of people that were going for the nightlife in Miami and South Beach and, and doing everything that is stereotypical to that market?
2: Well, two things. I was in the real estate at that time. I was in the <laughs> entertainment industry. Okay. Uh, but I, I can I tell you this. For a long time, people always known about Miami and South yeah. Florida, but for a long time, South Florida was the retirement place. Mm-hmm. Just like you mentioned, you know, people will get homes at the Keys or somewhere close to the water, and they will move from states uh, and come over here and enjoy the, the weather, and just it was a retirement place. I think after the, the crisis of 2008, you know, 2009, 2011, mm-hmm. I think after that time, is when the real estate market in Miami really started picking up slowly but surely, but it's definitely nothing compared to what we've seen in the last three years. I yeah. think I think COVID has to do with it. I think working from home, I think finding a bigger place. I think the weather has to do a lot with it, too. I think a lot of people and, and, and all the things that we mentioned, like, you know, the, the taxes and all, all of this stuff. And also, Miami and the mayor of Miami and, and Miami developers have really, like, they, they realized that the world found out about Miami. Not just people in the states that wanted to retire. The world found out about Miami. So, they started building this. Mega luxury mm. buildings and, 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 and you know close oh. to the water and every day every day it's a new development going up and I'm talking about luxury developments right and if if people follow me on social media yes I'm always posting keep about on, it right keep on because that's that, that definitely that's definitely a, a big factor in the city right now so at one point we were known as this retirement uh state uh, but now it's it's a completely different ballgame. it's a lot of people with money moving to south florida and, and listen like everything in life it, it has good and it has bad right okay. um like, like like we say in spanish double blade right like you it's good and it's bad why because yeah it's great for 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 business it's great for the economy of miami it's great for people like me and you that are in 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 the business but listen a, a lot of people they live in miami are are really not having enough trust to what can they afford what can they buy and there's not a lot just like the rest of the country there's not really a lot of properties for sale like here you have properties Right now, we have a, 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 a high interest rate, right? I mean, right. high if you, compare, if you compare it to, to the yeah. last couple of years. Of but course. overall, if, if you go through history, it's kind of average. But if you compare it to, you know, when people were getting 2.5, 3, 3% interest rate, right now, it's high, right? Yeah, exactly. And you still see multiple offers. I had a property not long ago, 20 offers. Mm-hmm. So wow. it's crazy if you think about the state of the real estate market, as high as the interest rates are, and you still have property with, with multiple offers. Why? Yeah because there's not a lot, a lot of things for sale yep. and, and the things that are there for sale it's only people with money that are able to, to purchase them But so like I said yes. it's, it's good and it's bad and I feel for people because I have clients that come to me and me and you you know we work the luxury market but we work all type of real estate right we don't turn the so, no business away absolutely. so I have people that come to me and they qualify for 450 and listen back oh. in the day 400 I mean in, in, some, in some places in the country that's, you, that's your average and you get what I'm saying right now you don't find a whole lot Exactly. You do home. You find a townhouse. That's yep. a townhouse price right
0: now. That is crazy. And oh, that's hold a flip. On. So let me just stop you real quick because I do want to play some music, a, a sound. Mu- <laughs> so Carlos, <laughs> give me a second. We got second. the music. I, I want to put a sound on because we do have some breaking news, and I want you to share the breaking news once I play the sound. So uh-huh. hold on for a second, Carlos. You know, give me All a second. Right. Let me just put this on here. You know, let's see if. Uh, Make sure there's nothing. Let
1: know. me see if my genius glitch again today. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so, uh, so we have some breaking news. Carlos, can you please okay. explain to me that the, tell me more about the, uh, the Vita. Please tell me more about this and tell me how ultra luxury, where it's located. Tell the people here in Miami the people listening in California that want to come to Miami, the people in New York that want to come to Miami. Tell us more about the Vita, bro.
2: Well, Vita is an ultra-luxury boutique condominium, right? It's being developed by, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correct, Hugo Colombo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and these people have done a lot of luxury uh, developments all over the United States. And it's, man, is sophisticated. It's, it's beautiful. It's located in, in an island in Coconut Grove. It's a, uh, you know, service story development. Uh, it, man, this thing, listen, you can't even park your vehicle. You have to have ballet parking in this location. No. So it's, no. it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's beautiful. And, and like I said, I have not only Dita but I have a whole lot of other developments um, posted on my social media. If people want to take a look because it's what I'm telling you. Miami is becoming, Also, it's becoming like another New York, just with better weather, if you ask me. But um, Miami, Miami, Miami is is, is becoming, I'm I'm telling you, as far as like luxury, new developments, I think Miami is the place right now because it's the the hot spot, you know, to make it a point, it's the hot spot. You know, people realize about Miami, you know, back in the day, people be like, oh, I want to spend my vacation in. In Italy and in this island and this and that, Miami is that place now. Yeah. Like man, I want to, I want to bring my business to Miami. I want to move to Miami. And we see a lot of developments like this one, like Vida, which is, I mean, you've seen the video. It's, it's a beautiful it's place,
0: gorgeous. If I could afford that, you oh know, you know what I'd be asking <laughs> for, because it looks like every single unit looks like a penthouse.
3: What?
1: That's right. how
0: beautiful this place right. is. Every unit yeah.
1: oh my God. looks like a page. It's it floor to ceiling windows and like
0: uh, right on the water. So you're, you're speaking you're on like, an oh island. Man. it's on an island. So my you have to look at Miami. Miami
3: uh-huh.
0: is all cluster it has clusters of islands. I mean you have waterways just like roadways, right?
2: Right. So right.
0: people have boats just like they have cars in Miami. This is right. on an island, right? With, when I hear the prices? I, Absolutely. I, I know the prices. Sasha doesn't know. Go. hit me with it.
2: Alright, so the three bedrooms They start at 5.4 million Oh right? my god And they go all the way up The penthouses, right? Penthouses, so you have three bedrooms That are starting at 5.4 uh-huh. Penthouses are going for 11 million
1: Wow, yeah. should I start selling my, my Limbs so I can afford that But it's almost 65 <laughs> You're
0: not going to be able to afford it The price of real estate is going to keep on going up I know <laughs> You're you need to start borrowing other people's loans. Call your <laughs> sisters. But it's you know, it is crazy where yeah. you look at the real estate market and how, like when when Carlos sent me this,
1: that I, is just amazing. I though. reached out
0: to two people that i call knew.
1: us congratulations on that project though
0: no, it, it, it is that is a
1: mega congratulations on that it's, like what no and, and we have
2: and we have oh, there's a whole lot so for people that are listening right now and and, and you have a, a lot of people that obviously you know are paying attention to what you guys are doing and what you guys are saying uh-huh. have these people reach out to you you know anybody that is listening right now reach out if they want more information about any of the new developments in Miami have they reach out to you, you get in contact with me and we make it happen. And that is not only for people that can afford something in the five, six, seven, eight, nine million.
3: Uh-huh. There's
2: condos here in Miami in certain specific locations because you cannot do it everywhere. But there's Absolutely. condos here in Miami between, you know, 300, 400, 500 mm-hmm. where you could do Airbnb. Absolutely. And, you know, $400,000 $400, $400, $400, $400, is very affordable for a lot of people. So you get an investment yeah. property in, in a city like Miami, a place where I'm sure everybody would like to spend, you know, a week or two during the year, right? And you have mm-hmm. somewhere to stay. And in the meantime, when you're not here, the property is making you money.
1: Absolutely. And income. Again, and again, it doesn't, it doesn't <clears throat> have to
2: be $5 million. We have properties for three hundred, four hundred, five hundred in specific locations that you could buy a condo. Maybe you do have to put some work into it. That's fine. But you get a condo, put it on Airbnb, and it will make you some money. And, yes, there are certain areas in Miami where you cannot do Airbnb. That's why you guys have professionals like my team and I that help me find the right location. Absolutely. But there's definitely opportunities for people that want to invest money in Miami and have a place to stay whenever they come down
0: here. I'll tell you this. We just sent a family member over to Carlos. Um, because, you know, she was looking and then she changed, you know, she, she was looking for a summer rental or a summer home that she can rent. A, I mean,
1: she was looking for a home at the home, same time. But she realized but, yeah. that she
0: couldn't do both at the same time because she, she had to pick one and choose. But, you know, people don't realize Miami is not just for, like, beach. You guys have the music festival down there, the Ultra Music Festival. And right. it is just, and that's something as a kid, because when I was growing up, it was called the winter... Music I think it was a winter music festival and then it changed to ultra right Right, Uh, right, so I always wanted to go and and my friend Carlos my friend uh, Dennis, you know They've gone down there Dennis. He's a he's a producer. He's made music Um, and you know, you know, he he went there as a DJ and you know Carlos is like "Yo, come 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 I never went in that was something I always wanted to go Sasha and I We've gone to EDC so uh, Electric Daisy Carnival. So we've gone to the one in Vegas, <clears> and <throat> Sasha was six months pregnant with our daughter yep. when we went. So we love music. and
1: Our kids love music. That's our yeah. love language. And like...
0: That's something like, I would love to bring. Because we when we went to um, EDC, there was kids there. Absolutely. There was kids there. And I would love to take Gigi and John Luigi. Too ultra. Because oh my God. You know, people don't realize like they think of Miami, they're like, Oh, it's just beaches, it's it's just this, it's
1: it's just the party life, it's the night life. But it's this. more
0: to that because you can also get this music, you know, you, you get to see this But
1: at the same time, a lot of people have their own different reasons for loving Miami. It could be for right. many different reasons, not just for one and, specific And listen,
0: it's always around my birthday. It's the end of March. It's always around my birthday. So. <laughs> That's why Carlos goes. Carlos goes and he spends his birthday down. My buddy, let's, let's do it. My buddy Carlos and I, we have the same birthday, and uh, but like I said, he it, it, like people don't realize how interesting. It's, it only bothers us; it doesn't go with the podcast. Oh. so my phone when I when I use the Bluetooth. You
1: remember Nextel back in the day? How it used to glitch when you're like when you the radio phone. something. That's so what his phone is doing. We, right now. <laughs> we
0: get we hear feedback on our end from the phone, and that was from the first episode we did with Justin. We're like, oh man, we are apologizing nonstop, and but we realized. It only messes up the our headsets. It doesn't mess up the uh, the actual board itself. Oh, hold on. Right. The, the the camera just showed off. Let me put that back on. Okay, camera's back on. So, um, but you know, people don't realize how, like, what it is and, and
1: what it is. What's up? What's up? That <laughs> song was stuck in my head yesterday. Who's the singer of that song?
0: Uh, uh-huh. I think of the. Uh, e
2: <laughs> I think of the. These people. These people were. Little, they, they used to be with Little John. Um.
1: Oh my God. Exactly what about. What's and he used to up, start, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the beginning of the song would we'll start with the bed squeaking. Oh, oh yes. Creak, oh, scream, squeak. that's it. Ding, 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 ding,
2: But was it since Birdman?
1: He trin- since he said <laughs> trick daddy, tri- that's tri- what no, popped no, in my tri- head. Tri- Tribule.
2: Tribule. That's Show it. Songcut is the name of the song. It. <laughs> that's it. You know, I'll
0: tell you this. So I lived, I lived that's in, funny. I lived in Florida. I lived in Florida back in 2003. What part? 2001. I lived in Florida. Oh, no, 2000, 2000 what, I'm sorry, 2002. Tampa. So, what part of Florida? Tampa, right on. Uh, Tampa, okay. Ta- Tampa, right next to the football stadium on Dale Mabry, on the nation, the national, you know, nations, the nation's, the nation's capital of strip clubs, bro. I lived right behind, like, endless amount of strip clubs. And.
2: <laughs> we had a few of
0: those. Yeah, but not like, my, not like Tampa, bro. Tampa is just completely night and day. Oh, that's super cool. That's, that looks nice, Gigi. Hold on,
1: that's a great job.
0: You you just want to throw a guest? you want to just say you hello. want to just say, hi real quick. You want to say hello hi. You want to say hello come here close concert. to door so you can stay in here for so, a second Hold on take my headphone on put my headphone All right. Carlos
1: Gigi's gonna get close. on the mic real quick and say, say
0: hi Carlos? All right, hi, all right <laughs> Hi Gigi, how are you? <laughs> you what so <to laughs> you, <laughs> you said you wanted to talk you wanted to say something right? And you've been going out of your way to come in and say something. So yeah. No, 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 no. I Wait, just sorry, need, you can say something.
3: I need this um, spelling Alicia's
0: name. Okay. I'll, I'll help we'll you, help with you with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to ask Carlos a question? He's from uh, Florida. Ask yeah. Carlos any question you want. Anything. He's a real estate agent in Florida. Yep. He likes music, and he does... His business.
1: background was entertainment before. So maybe he worked with um, Adina Menzel before he got into real estate. Adina Menzel, because... Uh, <laughs> Cause he was in entertainment oh, before. You can get on the camera a little bit. Idina so, Menzel is the, the lady that sang the song from
0: Frozen. So can you ask ask Carlos a question? He ask him. I don't want to. Okay. You can ask him one question. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Carlos, do you want to ask Gigi a question? Now, Gigi uh, plays hockey. Okay.
2: Wow. Ice hockey. Um, besides yeah. hockey, what what's your, what's your uh, other favorite sport besides hockey? Ooh, that's a good question.
1: That's a good question.
3: Golf. Golf.
2: golf oh my god wow i was not expecting that that's awesome
1: <laughs> she's reincarnation. carlos she's a reincarnated caucasian like 70 year old that's what my daughter is my <laughs> seven-year-old daughter <laughs> loves- i love that the next thing she's gonna <laughs> tell me is that she loves chess so it's golf chess and it's gonna be um ice hockey that's what she's gonna like tell you she loves in the future <laughs> Like that is so I love so that. Fun. I love that. She's like a seven-year-old <laughs> badass, bro. Like she, she just told us she wanted to be just goalie at um in ice hockey and like she, yo, she had some balls because she sent a video to her coach, and she was like, "Coach, you got to put me in goal. If you put me in goal, we're gonna win." And guess what they did? They put her in goal, and they won. And what was it? They oh had a shutout. God. What is a shutout? When she didn't allow any goals in or whatever. She like, oh my gosh, she did amazing. And I was like, you know, there's people that talk smack. And can back it up? She talks about right. Carlos, and she backed it up. I was and like,
2: "Back it up, bro, I was like, so "What, the we've mentioned, That's amazing. we've
0: mentioned this tons of times on the podcast, so
1: it was like so amazing. So I was like, she, "I want to be like this chick when I grow up, bro." She,
0: she played travel. <laughs> she played travel hockey, right? She played travel hockey, and then for the spring league, they um, they split her team up and put them on several teams. So one of the moms goes to me. She goes, "Hey, do you know that Gigi?" Talks crap during the game to the players. I'm like, there's no way. My daughter's a princess. There's no way. No actually, way. Hold on, hold on. Gigi, take mommy's take mommy's headphones on. We
1: mic'd her up. I, okay. I actually
0: hold on, take mommy because I want your no no go by mommy, go by mommy, go by the, watch the cord Don't don't watch 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 the cord All right, go by mommy. Sit, over here, sit yeah, over here. Just give me this. Sit right here. Okay. Just give me this. Sit right
1: here, really quick, baby. Really.
0: Right. Go next to mommy. And I want this you
1: episode is turning into so much fun. Yeah. I'm loving
0: yeah. where this is yeah. going. Yeah. Sash, yeah. move over closer to me, Gigi. <laughs> um you, you have to stand up because you're not gonna reach the mics, but just talk into the mic. So <laughs> can you hear me? Yes. Okay, you can hear me. Ah. Hold on. Hold on. Ah.
3: Mommy, ah.
0: All right, so I wanna, no. we're just gonna get her point of view, Carlos. And this is a first. P-O-P. This is such because a first, guys. We have spoke about this story. Tons of time on the podcast with a lot of people. We've talked about it with Justin. We've talked about it with Alex We've talked about it with Jason. We've talked about it with um, Oh my god, so many people on this podcast. So Gigi, I've told this story so many times okay and Like I tell everybody who comes on the podcast the, the episode may go wherever it goes so this is an opportunity for Carlos to even ask you questions, yep. and gives you an opportunity to answer the questions. So I'm going to explain to you what it's going on. So we were playing; you were playing a game, all right. And the twins' mom was telling me, "No, I'm sorry, not the twins' mom." Um, it, uh, uh, what's his name's mom? Uh, father, um, Ozzie's father, told me that you're talking poop, right? Well, uh, let's not. What, what, what do you talk? How do you say yeah. it? What, what do you call it? <laughs> Talking to Mike, you call it your smack talk.
3: No smack.
0: Or smack talk. Gigi, you're the, just you're the talking to this. <laughs> it's like, oh. it's just stand up, stand up. Okay. So they were saying that you had you were doing the smack talk, right? And then there was a game you played against the twins, and the game you played against the twins, you um, I saw you go face to face with um Danny, and I'm like, oh my god. Gigi is talking crap. I need to record <laughs> this, and I put a microphone. You remember that, okay? And I put a Daddy microphone. That that the following yeah, game.
3: Rainbow, that's red.
0: Orange. Yep, it's a rainbow. It's it's all different colors. It helps Daddy understand who's who. It's, it's at the board. So the following game, you were playing goalie, and I put something in your mask. And what I tell you, what did I tell it
3: you? He said it was a thing for me being called, and i never called. I mean, yeah. I'm cold. I am never called, and I, <laughs> and I, kn- I, already knew it was a microphone because it looked exactly <laughs> like.
0: It looked cold. like a microphone, but I told her that it was a, th- a thermostat or th- a thermometer to find out how cold she gets to play, because I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to get raw. The, yeah. The
3: raw
1: like th-
0: um, exactly. So come to find out, Gigi, you talk schmack. A lot.
3: That's not how I say
0: it. You gotta stop playing with the the microphone, cause it's gonna, it's gonna move like that. So. Carlos, my daughter talked mm-hmm. smack. But on top of that, once you tell, why don't you tell all the listeners, what what do you tell? Listen, what, tell all the listeners, what did you ask me to do? The video for Coach Anthony, and what did you ask Coach Anthony? So tell tell everybody what what, what was the video,
3: the I, first one. I said that um, if you put me in goal, we could we win because when other people put it. Then, when you put other people in gold, they don't really care about like the goal. they just care about like being done with the game. And I care about like winning, and we won the <laughs> championships because. Of and
0: that. so they won the championship, Carlos. They won the championship. So that's amazing. me. So, Carlos, this is your opportunity to <laughs> ask my seven year old daughter, who's wearing, who happens to be wearing her team's hoodie with <laughs> yep. her numbers on the side of her arm. So Carlos knows a lot about entertainment. Right. Car- Carlos, do you know anything about hockey? Ooh.
2: Not a whole lot.
0: So this is your opportunity that you can ask Gigi any question you want about hockey, and Gigi will help you understand about hockey. Just any
2: question. Okay. okay. Nope. okay. All right, so, so Sam- let me ask you this. What, what makes a good hockey player?
0: Ooh, that's a really good question. What makes What's a good hockey issue? player?
3: makes a good hockey player is a, a, pl- um, a p- person that hustles, a person who um, um, watches where the puck goes, and a person who is r- like, who has good reflexes, and somebody...
0: What? Yeah. Wow, Gigi, keep on going. I know,
3: right? This is getting deep. And somebody that is like, that's quick, Somebody that thinks quick and wow. somebody that uh, um, pays attention.
0: That is cool. Oh, wow. Okay. And do, you, and do you game. have to practice a
3: lot? Yes.
2: You, you have, have to. to practice and train a lot, right? Yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah. Okay. Especially.
2: Perfect. Thank you so much. Oh,
3: and a person that could skate. <laughs>
2: Obviously. Okay. Very, very, very important.
0: Can mommy skate? Very important. Okay. No. Can mommy skate? Kind of. Are you telling kind the truth? Kind.
3: Of.
0: <laughs> so in Miami there's not a lot of skating areas, so I don't know if Carlos knows how to skate. So if we ever go down to Miami, you gotta teach Carlos how to skate?
3: Okay. And then he's
0: gonna teach you how to make music. Yeah.
3: Okay. Is, that, is I think that's a fair I trade off. A, what do you think? I have a guitar that has cocoa all over it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: cocoa, I don't know.
0: Carlos, part. do you know how to play the guitar?
2: Uh no, brother.
0: He doesn't know how to play the guitar. No. You want to ask Carlos any questions about, like, um, entertaining, entertainment? Ask Carlos.
3: What should I ask? I'm,
0: I'm making you into a host of the, t- of yeah, the, the podcast, host, G.
3: Too. I don't know what I should ask. What,
0: what, what, why don't you think of something, ask him how he got into, you know, how you got into music.
3: Yeah.
0: Or ask him what kind of music he likes.
3: Yeah, what kind of music do you
2: like? So, uh, that's a good question. So, we do a lot of karaoke nights here in my house and we will go I, I, I love and i could enjoy any type of music except for heavy metal sorry for all the all the heavy, heavy metal. metals out there yeah that's the only type of music i, I can't really get into but other than oh. that listen here in my house doing karaoke we will go from latin reggaeton, old school hip-hop which is i'm I'm huge and you know early 2000s hip-hop you know about uh, i remember that? the the first the first couple of albums that i purchased as a as a teenager was uh, Doctor Dre two thousand one and the Marsh, really? Marshall Marshall LP? Nice. Yeah, so I'm huge in that. I'm huge in Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Doctor Dre, Civic, uh, DMX, G- Nas, all, all of that area. Well,
0: listen, you hear? Wait. Gigi, tell me Gigi, him. you
1: could so like thing with this right now because so, like
0: Gigi, lo- hey, hey, listen, Gigi, where my dog? Loves M&M. Where my dog's at?
3: Right here.
0: Right here, dog. Right. Gigi <laughs> likes Gigi likes uh, Snoop Dogg. She likes Eminem, right? <laughs> you like uh, DMX? Yes. you yes. like old school hip hop, right? Yeah. Listen so, for anybody, for anybody listening out there,
2: for anybody listening out there right now. Before they call Charles services on us, we play the clean versions. Just let me yes. put that out there. So, we play the clean versions.
0: So Gigi knows that I see the, heavy metal, movie. the heavy metal what? Trolls movie. Oh, the heavy metal trolls movie you want to see? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this is this is. I don't
3: know. Happy has a sister, and Vant has it's like five brothers.
0: That is true. So, thank you for hanging out with us, mommy and daddy. You're gonna finish the show with Carlos. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to say before we get off the? You get off the uh, the air? No. No, you're good. Yeah. Well, thank you for so <laughs> much for making this guest appearance. Yeah. It um, good. it was a super surprise. You can stay here. You can stay here. Just don't make too much noise. Yeah. Just go on the other table t- t- and let get mommy back her headphones. This is the first time, first time ever. Mm-hmm. This is uh. Definitely a first. And um, what we were, what we were thinking about doing is our our next episode that we we're going to be airing down. You know, when I said we were going to go to the beach, we were going to interview our daughter with um, with my brother because my brother had purchased a house, and we were going to do a first time home buyer episode. Well, first experience. of all, he
1: was messing with her, and Nika was messing with um with Gigi and telling her that her uncle was going to use a different realtor. And she was like, uh-huh. she sent him a video and was like, how dare you? How
3: dare you? Yeah. <laughs>
1: She's she was, was like, I'm going to disown you. You do you know, this, I will disown she you She was not happy. as my uncle. Uh, they call him I Zio Funny. That. So she was like, Zio Funny, I will never talk to you again. Like, if you use a different realtor.
0: So we were going to bring her on that and... We were never planning on bringing her onto today. Like today, this <laughs> has just worked out, and thank you so much for entertaining, with entertaining it. <laughs> our daughter with it. That, is, that was. So if you nice know you. us,
1: call more than anything. Everybody knows, like our kids are our cornerstone to everything we do. Like literally, everything we do is for them, or we involve them in some way, somehow. And it's um because at the end of the day, right? We're trying to we're trying to show our kids how to be mentally intelligent, smart. Um, emotionally uh, human beings, right? When they get older. And you know, it's like, you as a child right whatever your parents do as the profession as you get older you're like uh as when you're younger you're like yeah i don't want to ever be like my parents when i grow up but as you get older you look at your parents and you're like what my parents do is actually amazing and they start you right. start looking at it and you're like i want to do this i want to do that and i legit want to learn the right ways of doing it and Gigi's seven years old right now our son is four and they're legit, like getting into things. Like I'll be making videos, and we have a bench at Shoprite, and they'll go sit on the bench when we go to Shoprite. That, that
0: is that is your version of Publix, by the way.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, Shoprite for us. And um, they would sit on the bench, and they're like, "Mom, can you make a video for me?" And I'm like, "Okay, improm- um, impromptu video." And they'll sit on the video um, on the bench, and they're like, "If you're looking to buy or sell, mommy and daddy can help you." And this is their bench. Come sit on their bench. Have some tea. Have some coffee. And reach out to mommy and daddy. And like, Carlos, I'm talking about no rehearsing, no nothing. I'm not telling them what to say, nothing. It's just them supporting us. And they're our biggest cheerleaders. Oh, right. and
0: couldn't for any better. Oh, but my God. Car- Carlos is a dad, so ever. he knows exactly what we're talking about. Absolutely. A hundred percent. You know exactly yeah, what Yeah, I have, about a, I have
2: a six-year-old. Okay. I know exactly what you mean.
0: Now, if you... Did did you just swallow a
2: frog? Get yeah. I know. get
0: water. get <laughs> <Yes>. water. <laughs> my uh, I had a frog in my throat, but and I I was trying to I was trying to find the cough button, so you couldn't hear me <laughs> trying to clear my throat. But for the people that have stayed on for the last pretty much hour, um, and you know as we try to wind down the episode, can you let us know things for anyone who's interested or thinking about going down to South Florida? Even people from up the Jacksonville area from up there, which is completely a different country uh than South <laughs> Florida. But can you tell people what should they expect? What they should look forward to, what are they looking at as far as prices, rental prices, like you know what I'm saying? Like, talk about the market.
2: Right. So if you're saying if anybody is thinking about maybe moving uh here to Miami, right?
0: Exactly, yeah.
2: Okay, well, first of all, let me say that Miami is a different country than the United States, right? <laughs> like, I, go, I, I remember, I remember, in, in, you know, I took a vacation last year to Tennessee. And, you know, when, when you go to, uh, you know, visit certain places or, or just go, you know, walking around the town and you meet people and, like, oh, where are you from? I'm from Miami. People will look at you like, you from where? Like, 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 it's a different part of the world. Like, they know where it is, but it's so different than the rest of the United States. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if people are planning to move to Miami, I would just say, listen, make sure you, you, you work with a professional. Make sure you know why you're getting yourself into Miami is expensive. It, it is. And you mentioned something very important, the rental market. If people think buying a home in Miami is expensive right now, rents are crazy. And you're already paying somebody else's mortgage. You're yep. already paying the mortgage. You're just not paying your own. Right.
3: Yep, but exactly. Miami
2: is an expensive city. Yes, 100 percent. Uh, you, you gotta, you gotta have some. You gotta be making some money. If you want to be down here, you have to be making some money because it's, it's getting hard. I see a lot of families moving back together, right? To be able to sustain the, the household and, and be able to pay the, the rent or the mortgage. I see families are moving together, and by that I mean, you know, kids already grown, with their own kids are moving back again mm-hmm. with the grandparents or the grandparents moving in, or, or brothers. They're putting their families together, moving in. I'm seeing that happen because it's, it's crazy, and I don't think. It's going to get better anytime soon. We, we're not building fast enough, right, for all the people that's moving down here. Um, so it's. I, I, I would just say make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into. What? I think Miami has a lot of great things to offer. Like I said, the, the weather, the taxes. I think it's a beautiful place, and it just keeps getting more beautiful. I think Miami has great people. You know, we don't, have, we don't have some of the best drivers in the world. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> right, our, our drivers are not the best. The turning signal is non-existent over here.
0: That's the same in Jersey, bro. Uh, but it. I think Miami has
2: a lot, a lot of great things to offer. I would just say, if you're planning to move to Miami from somewhere else, just make sure you know where you're getting
0: yourself in. What, yes, you,
2: it is an expensive place.
0: So you were talking about the rentals before. What is an average price for a one-bedroom rental in Miami? Right in the heart of uh, you know, Right in the heart.
2: Oh, Ryan hard, 2, 2500
0: 2500 for a one bedroom? Yep. All right, so, easy. Oh, wow. so,
2: very oh, easy. Oh, so it's 3, like 3, 000. 000. I, I just, it, it, like, in Brickle, in Brickle, 3000
0: And how many square feet are we talking?
2: Like, <laughs> not a whole lot. 700, seven, <laughs>
0: 700 to 1,000 square feet? Nah, like 500.
2: It's, it's, it pro, pro, no, no, <laughs> pro, probably around the 700, yeah, but okay. it's still, like, you know, come on. So, not a whole
0: lot. So, if you're listening and you're looking to purchase, an investment property. Listen to what you could be making per year. Just thinking. listen, right? What you can make per year, right? And Carlos is there to hold your hand and guide you. He's not going to just say, "Oh, this is where it is." The hey, one thing I know about Carlos, it's all about a relationship, and he's not going to 100% have you buy something, help you, you know, help you buy it. Then you guys don't touch anything. Uh, don't um. Then then help you rent it out and then say, Okay, you're stuck on your own. We can't help you. I can't help you with that. Carlos is not all about that. He will educate no. you and help you. So if you're thinking about if you're thinking about buying an investment property, Carlos will help you find a tenant and help you understand what to do to continue to make money. Because it sounds like just from looking at just or listen looking at numbers or just listening to numbers, you can easily make a thousand dollars a month uh, in profit. Anywhere from five to seven hundred five to let's say five to seven hundred dollars. Let's be a little bit more um conservative. conservative. Uh-huh. Say five to seven hundred dollars per month in profit just from that crazy market. That is just unbelievable. And then if you're and i do
2: you want better uh-huh. Airbnb. Get an Airbnb property.
0: That is yeah. awesome. that's
2: that a business right here in Miami, Airbnb. You get somewhere close to the airport close to the water and he, he, again there's some condos available there's houses too and you get a house that has no association mm-hmm. oh listen you're going to be making some good money there
0: that is and you know and you know the spots to go he knows, this, he knows the spots to go. And
1: also he knows the laws of which towns and which cities and mm-hmm. things like that that allow it. And because, you know, back 100%. in the day, a couple of years ago, everybody and their mother was putting getting Airbnbs. So now a lot the, of towns were stopped. Exactly. Air.
0: Because, you know, what it is it hurts the rental market? It hurts the, the, the rental market itself. Mm. Um, so people, you know, the people itself, it hurts. Like the hotels are huge. In Miami, being a big spot with a ton of hotels, you know. Allowing Airbnbs and hotels and not putting a kind of stop to it—that that's that's big. So you, I mean, you have I guess you have the Verbo and you have the Airbnb that you can do, and and I'm sure you have Toro as well, the car rentals. So you, I'm sure you can have yeah. somebody up with the luxury cars because I know if you're going down to Miami, you definitely want to be driving around with the you know with a nice top uh, down
1: crunk with it, yeah, exactly. You
0: know? <laughs> and, um,
2: listen, I have the I have the connect for the car rental. I yeah. have the connect for the yacht. Rental for
3: both.
1: Ooh.
2: We have everything. Whatever somebody needs, we got it down here. One stop shop. All they have to do is call. One stop shop. All they have to do is call.
0: And tell everybody what is the phone number to call? 305 770
2: 6623. The phone number to call or text WhatsApp. They can also reach me at 786-337-5311. I use WhatsApp because I work a lot with international clients.
1: Absolutely. So that's
2: the best way for them to reach me. Uh, all over social media, Carlos Pulido Realtor. That is Carlos P-U-L-I-D-O Realtor. Everywhere, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, I'm there.
0: You got it. You know exactly. I, I'll tell you this. Are, are you in a rush to, Are you in a rush to go?
2: I'm good, man. I'm having a great
0: time. Yo, cause, he's hanging out. Yo, cause I know you, he's vibing. You, you don't only do this. I'm having a drink right now. I'm, listen, I know it's early in the morning. I'm
2: having a drink. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm good. This is exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about.
0: Is, exactly. you know, and This is exactly what we anticipated when we knew that you know, like it would. I, we would know it would be that much fun. Um, but you know, you you don't just do real estate for the high wealth people, and you've also done it. And please, no mention no names. But you've also done real estate for, uh, transaction for, you know, celebrities and in, in these, uh, these other individuals without me- of them. Yes. Do not mention names. We like to cheap, keep everything nope. discreet. Right. But what is the experience and what was, how was the experience through the transaction? Like, are you dealing more with the the spouse? Like what is the, um, w- w- explain to us like the listeners, how does, how does a real estate agent, one, work with somebody. How do you, how do you get into the, involved with this?
2: Right. So a couple of different questions there. How do you get involved with that? Well, in my case was, well, again, my background you okay. know when when i started in real estate i started reaching out to to everybody that i knew from from the music industry so mm-hmm. let me let me tell you a little bit about my background real quick yeah. i'll make it short um i started as a club promoter here in miami before social media when you had to go outside the club well, the cards, to
0: to people and, the and try on
2: the flyers yeah yeah with a little with a little square flyer with mm-hmm. your name on it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um i started doing that i moved up to to being the guy taking the pictures in the club when that became a thing right mm-hmm. when people were on websites and look at the pictures from the club and i, I broke. Got a lot of relationships like that because people would be in the background and they were not supposed to be in the club. Oh damn! Uh, so I did that, and then and then I worked my way up to to be a, um an MC, uh, a hype man, right? The guy Ooh. next to the DJ, hyping up the crowd. Absolutely. A where my single ladies. Uh, that, that type of thing. I, I did that. So, I did that. You, um, were the, you were
0: the Fat Joe to you were the Fat Joe to Big Pun. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 I was the twenty to fifty cent. Yeah. I was. A, I was the hype man. Uh, we said, li- listen, listen, I love watching Tony Ayo yeah, interviews, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. I love his interviews. But yeah, yeah, so I used to do that. Um, and, and the reason, remember how I told you, going back, I told you that I had a, a, a good story about Pitt. Yeah. So year, many years ago, many years ago, uh, Pitt was doing the, a concert, uh, opening a, a new club, Club here. it was called, which only lasted like two months. But he was on the opening of a club here in Miami. Like, he was performing, right? Mm-hmm. I was probably 16 by the time, I think. And don't, don't ask me how, but I got my way into the club. Ooh. And um, I, I, like, I, I, I've been in the club since since I was a youngster, because I was a DJ when I was in high school. And one time I went to a club underage, and I guess the club only realized that I was underage. And he went, to take, he went to kick me out. And when he said, well, who are you with? I was like, "With well, 30 people deep in the VIP. And he said, you brought all these people. I said, yeah. He said, come to me to the office. And I'm here thinking I'm getting arrested. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and when I get to the office, he gives me $200. And he says, can you bring the same people next week?
3: What? That's how I got into
2: into into promoting a nightclub. So I'm like 16, 17, and I'm I'm walking into this club. Again, guys, don't do this. Uh, the, <laughs> well, teenage drinking is very bad. But I have a fake ID. I have a fake ID though, right? Um, like everybody gets tipsy. So I was I was drunk out of my mind. But I'm walking in the club in the VIP section where Peter's is performing. And I remember I was climbing the wall to the VIP. Basically, people were holding on to me so I wouldn't fall. Right. Ooh. And Bebele is performing, but I got to the performance late, and he had already performed my favorite song from that album, from his first album, uh, "Money's a Major Issue," uh, which was the 305 Anthem. That was my favorite song, and I'm telling you, if anybody goes to Google right now to YouTube and listens to the song, that, that's when you're gonna be like, "Wow, he could actually rap." Oh, hold on, hold on. So I wanted him to perform. I wanted him to perform the song, the 305 Anthem, but I'm, my voice was gone, right? So I was screaming, "Anthem, Anthem!" But he couldn't hear me because you know, a lot of noise in the club. Right, but everybody that was around me, I guess they saw how passionate I was. And again, I'm climbing the wall. I'm on the second floor, hanging off the wall. I, it's, it's, it's a crazy image, just to think about it. So the people that were holding me in the VIP, they started screaming the same thing. Anthem, anthem. And then I just see Pit, he's talking on the mic, then he stops, then he kinda just put his hand to his ear, and then he's listening to what people are saying from this side of the VIP. And then he looks at us, and he goes to, to DJ Obscene. He said, yeah, that's a song. <laughs> That's a song. The three or five, the three or five till I die. So he goes, He turns around to the DJ. He turns around to the DJ. He says, "Fuck it, play that shit." And he played the song again. And the feeling, the feeling that I had at that moment, like this motherfucker just made my night. Like I wanted to hear my wow. song, I'm screaming. Like, he couldn't hear me, but all the people backed me up, and he performed the song again. I was like, I want to provide people with that feeling that he gave me that night. So that's how I got into being an MC and being the guy on mic on, on on stage. I've been in front of, I think the biggest the biggest stage that I was at one time was over 4,000 people. I was introducing oh, wow. Nikki Jam, which Nikki Jam is a huge like a act, right? I was introducing him in a club here in Miami, and he was over 4,000 people. So wow. I was always in, the, in that environment. So when I got my real estate license, I started reaching out to people. And I remember the first time, you know, I'm, I'm making my calls, calling people from the industry, and I reached out to a booking agent. You guys know what a booking agent yeah, is? Yeah, the yeah. guy Absolutely. between the artists and the clubs. Uh-huh. right? So I reached out to these guys, hey, listen, you know, I'm, I'm a real estate right now. Um, I've been in real estate for, for some time, but I'm now with this group called Person Entertainment. You know, if you know anybody, this and this and that, he goes, Okay, because I haven't, I haven't talked to him in, 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 in quite some time because when I quit the, the music industry was when I found out that my wife was pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to raise a family. I mean, I know a lot of people in the music industry, in Miami, in the industry, they're very successful, but they don't, they don't live with a family. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that for me. So when I knew my daughter was coming to this world, I, I, I quit all of that. So I, it's been some time that I haven't spoken to this guy, but me and him had a real good relationship. So I said, listen. I'm doing this uh, real estate now with Kelly Williams to Sports and Entertainment. Just keep me money. if you know anybody, you know, he goes, matter of fact, I'm looking for a house. Can you show me some houses this weekend? And three days later, he bought a, a, a house cash.
3: Wow. So, oh. so,
2: so at that moment, I was like, wow, you know, I got to start reaching out to these people. So to answer your question, it works in many different ways. What I'll say is, reach out to your sphere of influence. If you have a background in sports or entertainment, just reach out to the people, let them know that you're there, let them know how can you be of service. I, I do a lot of sponsoring for events, like uh, album release party, concerts, video shoots. I sponsor, I bring the food, I bring the drinks. I just need to have my, my, my face in, in the marketing and, and, and we're good, right? Mm-hmm. So always reach out to the people. And then as far as how to work in the process, who are you in contact with? Listen, it's different for everybody. There's been cases where my main contact is the main person, the, the athlete or their talent. In some cases, it's the spouse, as you mentioned. In a lot of cases, it's their manager or family member. It's different for everybody. It's just a matter of asking, okay, we're going to do this. Who's my main point of contact? Who do I need to coordinate the showings? Who do I need to coordinate the, 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 the process? And it's different for everybody. Some of them like to do it themselves, and then some of them delegate somebody else to, to handle it for them. So I hope that answers the question. Yeah, it Absolutely, does. it
1: does, and that is very valid. That's exactly what happens. There's no designated one person that normally deals no. with it. It's multitude of different people, and um, yeah, in so that's why I say
2: WhatsApp. Like I, I use WhatsApp. I use WhatsApp a lot. In a lot of cases, it's a WhatsApp group with the person, with their spouse, mm-hmm. with their ages, just so everybody. And and it's totally up to them. I don't. I I never. Tell them how to do it. I ask questions. Okay, yeah, yeah. how do, do you want to be involved with the process? Do we create a group for everybody to be together? Was your, your favorite um, a form of contact email, text message, WhatsApp, Wh- whatever works for them? I make it happen. I make it work for me.
0: Right, right. And it, it, and and they're just so, so humble as far as people. I mean they just we've said this they on really the podcast are. so many times. These high wealth individuals,
1: they're just people. They're
0: just people. And people don't realize how just sincere of a person they are. You know, people automatically, right. they, you know, they they like, oh, this person must have been a thief. No, no, they just they they're gonna invite you over for dinner, like they're gonna say, hey, I like to grill steak. you know, come over for steak. You know, like yeah. they, they they just they they just they don't look at you because they already have millions and millions of fans. They just you know how many good people do they can they trust and. Listen, unless you're buying a, a sports car every other day, a house, these large houses, you know, they're big investments, man, and, and people trust you for these right. for these transactions. And it's just it's something unique. And it's just something that I don't think we'll ever get over how special that process is when someone closes on a house. I think Sasha and I always go back to the day we purchased our house, um, and the feelings. Hold on for one second. Sorry about that. She's just
1: coloring. Giovanna's
0: coloring. So we were just trying (laughs) to explain to her that. Sorry to put us on mute though.
1: But just like you, when we started in the in the reason why we got into real estate was because of our transaction And we were like, just that feeling, it wasn't about making the money or... You know, the big checks or anything it's just still, like you. I don't
0: think it still is part of that. Uh, no, it, the money it's comes. never been. The money exactly. Comes, when
1: you love what you do, the money comes and people see, they can distinguish right. if you're in it for just a check or if you're in it for the actual experience and helping educating people, right? And at 100%. the end of the day, I love dealing with first time home buyers, whereas Nico may not like it. So I mainly deal with that, right? And it's just like because I know in the beginning how we felt, um, there's a lot of things that when dealing with an investor or an athlete or an Entertainer, these are questions you may not have at all, right? Unless they're a first-time homebuyer and they're an athlete or entertainment. That's different. But... It's like they have these questions and sometimes they may have the same questions over and over. Yeah. And I understand to each its own. But I feel like that's I put myself back in that shoes in the beginning and I felt like and when they ask the question over again, then you ask yourself, you're like, Well, obviously I didn't answer that question for them because they're asking the question again. again.
0: Yeah. And they, then you come or, up with a different formula or and, they didn't understand. Exactly. The answer.
1: But at the end of the day, you know that they didn't they didn't get the gist of it. So you have yeah. to find a way to then connect with them and explain to them and the end result after everything is said and done, they become your biggest cheerleader. Oh my God. They become your biggest referral, like ever. Mm-hmm. And they're so 100%. educated to the point where they educate the referrals that they're sending to you. Actually,
0: can I cut you off for a And quick? it's so
1: amazing. I want to share the story. The whole full, it comes full so circle.
0: I just had an appointment sat- this past Saturday. Yeah. Right? That was amazing. Nine o'clock in the morning with a couple. They called me. They're like, hey, listen. They called me on Tuesday. They're like, listen, we want to buy a house. So I'm like, yeah, not a problem. He goes, can we meet you in your office? But it has to be on Saturday at 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, not a problem. I'm good. And she like, we need a lender all that. I'm like, I'll get all. And what I do is when I bring people into the conference room, I make it into a big, like I make it into a big deal. Right. We have a TV in the conference room. I put down, you know, with our logo, I put down welcome, their name, you know. Uh, you know Personalize
1: the experience. We, we, Absolutely. We
0: really make it memorable. Right. We, we have something here on the table for them. And so I always ask, can I ask you a question? How did you get my information?
1: Who should we thank for this? Song? Exactly.
0: So they're like this, this guy, Wilfredo, uh, reached out to, told me to, to reach out to you. So Wilfredo was, I, I had a meeting with him, similar meeting, and I asked Wilfredo, I'm like, hey, how did, did you recommend me? Uh, how did you, he goes, oh, my brother, my, my buddies. Sister Maria told me to reach out to you, so I'm like, okay, and I'll, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So then, Maria, when I asked her, how does she, um, how does she get a hold of us to help them with? And that was an FHA with four buyers. That that was one of the craziest transactions I had to do. So I asked Maria, how did you? Um, why don't you do this in blue? Um, so I asked Maria, how did you get my information? Right? She goes. Oh, I got my your information from Naomi. Sasha, we used to bartend with Naomi twenty years ago. Yeah. Wow. And Naomi bought a house from us. Naomi referred all the refer and. This she is, became a nurse. She, and, and this all happened within the last eighteen months, and it's all about just building a relationship, being true to yourself. Absolutely. Being true to your client.
1: No, but it all started off in the beginning. Like, they ask you simple questions, right? They're like, hey, if I want to buy a house, how does it start? You know, once the questions start flowing in, you know they're looking, right? And that's what, like, um, that's when the thing goes off. And, you know, the thing about us is that we're not pushy. No. Like, We're like, hey, if when you're ready, we're here for you. We have preferred lenders. You know, everybody you're looking for, attorneys, people that we know we can trust. Because at the end of the day, you're as good as your team, right? Yeah. And um, we know when we're involved with everybody in the transaction, yeah, you can go use somebody else, but at the end of the day, we're not going to know exactly what's happening in the transaction. And we like to know it that, to the point where we can then break it down, like, hey, if your attorney said this to you, or if your inspector said this to you, or something in the transaction said something, we know it's valid and we can stand on the truth that they're telling you mm-hmm. because we work with them in the in the past numerous times. So we know what's happening in the transaction where we can guide you forward. Listen, there's fumbles in all transactions, right? And that's okay, but it's how you recover from those fumbles, right? And That is like one of the biggest things because we've had transactions where it's been like ultimate biggest fumbles. And we've had a client say, you know what? I don't even think we want to buy anymore. And I'm like, I step in and I'm like, hey, guys, let's just take a deep breath. Let's just let them. What is their advice? Let's follow through. Let's go with what they're telling us to do. Mm -hmm. And let's take it step by step. Let's not think about the closing table right now. You know, let's just deal with the problem. And at the end of the the transaction, they're like, what we really needed was for somebody to step in and say, hey, woosah. Breed. don't think too much into anything and it's gonna work out itself you know and um that's what i pride myself on the on the most was it's like taking the transaction and making it in a way personal and just adapting to each transaction right because at the end of the day you can speak to this as well carlos whether you're dealing with an athlete an entertainer um just a regular joe small whoever every transaction goes the exact same way right you give the same service no matter what their background is one and then two you want to not every transaction is the same
0: mm.
1: and you want to be able to step in and have your own your own your own um i i can't think of the word right now but your own um process there you go. your own process right for every transaction right and this is how and this is what makes or breaks a realtor because when problems come up you have some realtors that are like oh my god they go MIA, they're not answering text messages or phone calls or things like that or emails <laughs> or anything, right? That's not... Just like when we go out to eat, right? Or you go out wherever. You sit, you eat, you order a steak, let's say, because Nico always orders a steak like it's just off the pastures. It's just, it was just grazing out in the field and he cuts into it and it's bleeding, right? And if it doesn't come to him where it's mm-hmm. bleeding... Ale, when doesn't come, to, when it's like black and blue bleeding, he's like, hey, I have a problem. And like, he's shy. He never wants to tell the server about it. But at the end of the day, it's not about the no, server. No, no, the I'm server not, thing.
0: But I'm not shy, but I also worked in restaurants. Yeah, we've both done it. But at I, the same time, you, it's not the server to blame. You no, know, no, it's not the server to blame, but it also impacts the kitchen. I, the thing is, I, I just. I've always been a people a person. No, but a you're, person. you're taking away from what yeah, my point I is. Go, go, go. My
1: point is that a lot of people tend to blame the server. One, it's not the server that's cooking your meal, right? He's not in the kitchen. He's just taking care of your meal. All he knows is that your steak was ready. He brought it out to you. And a lot of times when you have a problem in a restaurant with a server, with the meal, the server takes it upon themselves. They're like, oh, they don't like me, blah, 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 whatever. They think I messed up. And then the server doesn't come back to your table. Instead of coming back and dealing with it and be like, hey, you know what? You Listen, it's not... You didn't cause that to happen, but just come back over to the table and be like, hey, you know what? The kitchen kind of messed up. It's getting redone. It's coming back out to you. I'm so sorry about that. And moving forward from the situation, they tend to sometimes go hide and not deal with the situation head on. It's like the same thing with anything you deal with in life. You know, it's just like you have to deal with the problem head on. Um, And just recover from it and how you recover from it shows you as a professional or you as just uh, any Joe they could find anywhere as a realtor, you know, and the elite group that we're in sports and entertainment. It's like I feel like we have a different way of dealing with things, dealing with challenges that we recover from it. It could be anyone anywhere in the United States of America that's in sports and entertainment. The way we recover from things and the way we refer to each other and the community and the network that we have together, the relationships that we've built together, it's just so amazing. and
0: you're, if you're, huge. If you're listening, again, if you're interested in going to Florida, reach out to Carlos. Absolutely. If you're interested, listen, we have our third area, our most listened to area, is South Cali- uh, South, Southern California. We know agents down there. We... We will bring agents to the markets that you guys are listening in. We, we recorded something up in Boston that went live last week. We uh, recorded stuff. We, we're, we're planning to record something out in Montana with Clint. Yeah. That's going to be awesome too. We're doing something with Jimmy down in, in Philly. These are people that we trust, people that we have sent Absolutely. clients to, people that we met in person and know their character.
1: And people that we would personally use. Exactly. For ourselves.
0: So, you know, please, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, we're going to be talking to Catherine in St. Louis. That's going to be fun. It is. Uh, those ladies in South, uh, Southern Cal. SoCal, yeah. Oh my um, God, I love them. Jovette. Jovette and Kimberly. Oh, oh, my oh. God. Did, did, did you, have you met Jovette and Kimberly from, um, from, from Southern California now?
2: Uh, I don't think so. Not
0: yet. Yo, they're amazing. You've they met really are. you've met Clint, right, from Montana? Yes. Yo, how awesome yes, is he? Of course. How awesome is he? He's
2: amazing. You've met it's
0: amazing. Uh, oh, oh, hold on. You're part. Of, are you part of Next Move or no? No. No. Okay. You you know Justin yeah. Bruce from um, Columbus? Uh, that's my guy. Yes. Yo, how awesome that Justin guy is. Justin awesome. is amazing. Yeah. I mean, that guy I, is amazing. So really good dude. To... I sent Jimmy or okay, so Jim from um, Philly. Right, Delaware. Right. That, so I sent him as an introduction. I love that guy. That's my guy too. <laughs> I love him. So I sent him the introduction to him on the on the like because he was he had a big portfolio. He has a client who's selling thirty five properties in Philadelphia. Oh. If you are an investor and you're looking for a multi-unit development, I got you to contact. Give me a call two zero one two zero six four six six eight. I'll put you in touch with Jim. He has a client selling thirty five units wow. in Philly. It's a big portfolio and it's a very reasonable price. Very reasonable price. Oh, wow. So I introduced him to a guy that I thought would be interested. Uh-huh. So I'm like, hey, meet Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy goes, he goes, and I, I, I text him privately. I'm like, yo, bro, I didn't mean to disrespect you. I thought I, he's. That was his name. <laughs> but, you know, like, like, listen, when we. You uh, wanted
1: to call Carlos Carlito and you haven't done it yet.
0: Because you called him Carlito. <laughs> Did I? Uh, yeah. So that's the reason why I didn't call him Carlito. Oh, dang. But, my bad. So, I go, so I, I go to him and he goes. I
1: stole his shy. My bad. So
0: Jimmy goes, funny. Gigi, don't do that, please. Jimmy goes, funny, Nico, always calls me Jimmy. Brings me back to my youth growing up. Nice to meet you as well. I'm like, oh, man. But I, I, I message him. I'm like, yo. Yeah. He goes, no, nah, man. I, I like you calling me Jimmy. That's, that's pretty cool. I'm like, listen, man. If you want to call me Nikki, that's totally cool, man. Sasha calls me Nikki all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, because you end up having these friendships with these people, like
1: absolutely. And right. I, I forgot right.
0: to introduce himself to me as Jim, but that's Jimmy, you know. But um, you know, it's like, just like it's not Carlos, it's Carlito. Carlito, you know. <laughs> but, like, Carlito
2: Brigante. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's it's such a awesome community that we're in. It, you know, we have such a good friendship. You know, it's it's kind of the thing that, you know, when you talk to a good friend, and you haven't talked to him in like three weeks the conversation continues on the next time you talk to him. It's the same with these guys. Like nothing. Exactly. If I, if I saw you or I saw Andres or if I saw, you know, anybody, you know, uh, Alex, uh, if I saw any of you guys, I would just pick up like, and at the same time, if you guys ever came into the area and I'm like, yo, you came into the area and didn't give me a call. Like I would have just said, what's up. I would have just drove by and say, yo, what's up. Gave you a pound and left. Like it's, um, it's something that we kind of look forward to. Um, bro, we really do appreciate you hanging out with us. This has been by far, and I see this every episode and every but episode. But it's legit is a truth Like I had so much fun. Like the
1: vibe for every episode, it's not the same, but it's always so unique and
0: amazing. And I think that's the reason why the show is kind of is kind of like uh, snowballing. Yeah, every absolutely. Week. Right. Because every week we double, what like, not double, but we basically. We're going up. We're getting better and better and better. And like, we have episodes that are fire episodes. Like the one that we're broadcasting on the 25th of August. Um, Like, we would pre record this. So the episode already ran. But that's with Sasha's cousin. Sasha's cousin is a TikTok influencer. He makes wow. He makes, but before he was a TikTok influencer. He's a, he's called the college cuber. Yeah, but he's in, that, that's the reason why okay. he's an, he's a, he's, a, he's a influencer. But he makes portraits of celebrities out of Rubik's cubes.
1: He solves the Rubik's cubes and then makes the portraits. Like that is just mind-boggling.
0: Get out of here! I
1: swear to God, he can't. I can't even solve one cube, and he does 560 of them to um, create. A portrait. Like, he's done, like, so many teams and so many athletes. And, like, so he has, like, live performances where... What's the line you say? Where you sign the cube and then you become a part...
0: Now you're an artist.
1: Now you're an artist. Because he has you, like, put the cube in, like, a spot, a specific, specific spot. And, like... It is like mind boggling to me. He went to school for engineering and he was like, when it was time to graduate, I didn't know. Well, when COVID happened, he was like, I didn't know what I was going to do. And like, he was, he just started dabbling in cubes. And just started creating these masterpieces. Like, who starts dabbling in cubes, Rubik's right. cubes? As a kid, right. I hated How do you those come things. Come around that, right? Like, what? <laughs> I can't solve. And I, even to today, like he's showing me, and I'm like, bro, I don't. And yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, you know what? He's like, do the elevator thing, and then go right and go left. No, that's so not happening. I just
0: texted you uh, the one that he did with, uh, t- um, you know, with uh, with one of the players from the Buffalo. They, you know, it's just it's wow. one. That, so this is um, Hamlin. He did it for Buffalo. It's, he pinned it to his thing, but that is the work he does. He's done Messi. He's done all these uh, athletes. athletes. Right. Oh, you're, you're looking at yeah. his videos.
2: Yeah, so, I'm, lo- I'm looking at it right now. So
0: <laughs> that one there was an awesome episode. He's doing the U.S. Open, so we plugged the U.S. Open uh, where and where people can meet him and see him do this live. Wow. At least, how cool is that? Yo, so, this Rogers one crazy. Is insane. So that's Sasha's cousin, and we had a cousin. Yeah, we have so many awesome episodes that people have yet to hear. That is just because of timing. We want to make sure we air it at the right time. And right, you know, this week here, uh, we we are broadcasting the second episode that we ever recorded with my with one of my first real estate mentors, and it's an episode talking about basically you know mentoring and real estate and stuff like that and right. so you know we not only talk to the individual person but we're also talking to real estate agents um around and around different parts of the industry and like i said beck's episode is going to be fire it you know you people have probably listen to it by the time this comes out so like Kal- carlos bro i really appreciate you joining
1: i appreciate you, know, you can as we well. get Thank some you of
0: your summer. final th- get some of your final thoughts Um, you know, let people know more about Miami, what they don't know about Miami, and so on?
2: Uh, Well, listen, first of all, man, I want to say thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys having me here. You know, I have a whole lot of respect and appreciation for you, man. And uh, it's been fun. It's been a great time. I really, really, really thank you for it. Uh, And what can I tell people about Miami, man? It's a great place. Come visit. Come move down here, whatever you want. And as far as the services that we provide, I wanted to, to make it clear that we don't just take care of athletes and entertainers and people buying multi-million dollar homes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do those as well, but we're here to help everybody. We have the people, tools, and resources put in place to help everybody from, from somebody buying a $100,000 condo, if there's still any of those left. I know. <laughs> but we're here to help everybody, everybody with their real estate goals. And, and the reason why we do that is because if you look all through history, the, the number one way to build wealth, generational wealth, it's be a real estate, And when you, when you say that to somebody building generational wealth, a lot of people think what well, I'm talking about, buying the multimillion dollar homes, and it's not exactly. just that when we could, when we could take somebody from being a renter to becoming a homeowner, we changing people's lives, their lives, their kids' lives. We changing that trajectory of a family that came renting for many years Legacy, and now bro. they stepping into, yep. in, into homeownership. And that's big, that's powerful, right? Because that, that's changing, that's changing the life and the life of their kids for the better. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're here to help everybody. We're here to help the people buying the multi-million dollar homes. We're here to, to to first-time home buyers who're getting into this first home that they're gonna have for 17 years on average, and then they're gonna move into a bigger home down the line. So anybody that has any real estate questions, any real estate goals, they need some guidance. They just want somebody to talk to. Whatever it is, we're here to help. Give us a call. Contact us. Like I said, social media. Give me a call. That phone number. That's directly to me. Three oh five seven seven zero six, six, two three. That line is directly to me. And we're here to help everybody in whichever way we can. And I'm going to give you my my elevator pitch real quick, right? Because you were mentioning something uh, in in this sense a little while ago. The the reason why we help people the way we help, the way I put it in my mind from the first day that I started in real estate, I help people in the way that if my mom, who's not very tech savvy, right, Mm -hmm. is is not very financial savvy as well, if somebody like my mother was making a purchase such as a home, how would I like that person that is helping her to provide service to her? That's how I treat my clients. That's why, I, you know,
0: and I let, I let my
2: clients know, listen, if, if it's a certain past time, reach out to me. If I'm able to get back to you and it's, and it's, and it's very important for me to get back to you, I will do so. Absolutely. Right? I'm not, I'm yes. not, I'm not on like, oh. I turn off my phone at 5 p.m. No, my family knows Same that sometimes with me. I, have to, I, have, I have to get on a call. Sometimes I have to uh, do a quick uh, WhatsApp message, voice note. My family knows that, and they're, they're okay with that. At the end of the day, they know that we're working to provide a better life for them, right? Absolutely. But we we provide the service because I know that we're not sending shoes. Like, I'm conscious of that. Exactly. We're it's not a nine-to-five. Right, exactly. Not only that, but we're helping people with what probably is the biggest uh, purchase, the biggest... Investment of their lives, like I'm conscious of that. So of course they're gonna have questions. Of course, a lot of times it's gonna be the same question because they just wanna make they they wanna be sure. Sure, exactly. So I know that I'm I'm conscious of it. So I treat people and I help my clients with that mentality always. I know what we're doing is big. I know it's a big step, and I know it's important to them.
0: You know,
2: that's all I have to say.
0: I do have that is amazing. I do have one final question. Go ahead. For people that don't know, Uh because you know they may not pay attention or heard it. Miami is the second most listened to area in the podcast uh-huh. like I said you're
1: clicking is on me okay hold
0: on. so Miami is the second most listened to area for the podcast mm-hmm. for the listeners wow. down in Miami can you tell me where is the hidden gem where you will get the best deal for your book
2: Ooh. So, a couple of different places. Like I was talking about Airbnb right now, Little Havana. It's an amazing place. There's no association. Uh, you're able to do Airbnb, and you're right in between Miami International Airport, and Miami downtown, and the water. So, it's a, it's a great place to get it. And now, again, it's not a whole lot of things for sale, so you got to work with a good agent that is going to get you offer for accepted, right? Uh, there is another par- part of Miami called Ghouls, which it's it's... It's the hood, right? But what happens is that it's being fixed up. A lot of people are buying properties there. It's tearing some of them down, fixing the other ones, and it's an area that it's, it's really up and coming. Now, it's, that's a long time investment, right? You buy now, you fix it a little bit, you rent it, but in some years down the line, your property is really gonna go up in value in those locations.
1: Absolutely, awesome. And it's all about RR, return on your investment, right? One hundred percent. One hundred
0: and ten percent. Awesome. Right. But Carlos, thank you, Sash.
1: This was an amazing episode, like amazing fire. Like, obviously, he's from the 305. He brings this.
0: <laughs> he obviously brings oh, the thank heat. Thank you, guys. Listen,
1: we got to put this. This episode's got to be called bringing the heat because, dude, like just because. Like, I got you. I like And it. you got to add people Just throw, just in throw the Miami there.
2: Just throw, yeah. just throw and, the Miami there. Bring in the Miami heat.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like, absolutely. It was fire as usual. And um, my final thoughts are, guys, as usual, Nike, don't come after me. Just do it. Guys, it just takes that one step just to do it. You're competing against yourself, and um, it's all about if you have kids or whatever your cornerstone is. Whatever you, whatever your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Motivation comes from. Guys, just do it and just move forward. And um, if you're trying to become a realtor, looking to invest, buy, sell, or anything like that, Nico and I are here for you. Check out our YouTube for behind the scenes or footage from our. Uh, podcasts, and as usual, um I'm your homegirl Sasha, fierce in the house <laughs>
0: guys, iCloud, I mean i radio
1: yeah well, Apple, you po- my... <laughs> Apple
0: podcast, Pandora, all the major uh, links
1: anywhere you get your podcast, guys the big uh, platforms, the little platforms were there
0: you know, uh, guys, thank you for our listeners. And for everyone. Thank
1: you to th- Miami, guys, yes. for being what our number two listens. To
0: listen to so listens. Oh thank my you. God.
1: Thank you so so much, guys. That literally means the world to it us. It
0: does. So thank you so much for you. And thank you so Miami. much, Carlos,
1: for being on today.
0: And God bless you so all. Thank
2: you guys. Come. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. You. Very,
1: very welcome.
0: Bye bye. Here it is. The episode you've been waiting for, the Neighborhood Sellers Podcast with your host nico and sasha antanasio
1: grab a chair grab a drink grab a friend and enjoy the conversation